thank you for tuning in to the Fires of Revival podcast. It is my prayer that you are helped by the weekly ministry conversations and expositional teachings through Key Bible Passages. Please be sure to rate and review the podcast. And now for the episode. Take your Bibles with me and go to the book of Matthew. We're going to go to Matthew chapter 1. So we'll look at a few verses here in just a minute. So be finding your place. Uh, today's episode is just uh, some, just something I've been reading recently. I've been in the book of Matthew in my devotions and just been working through it. And something kind of just jumped out to me in chapter 1 a few days ago uh, when I was reading it. just wanted to share it with you guys. And I'll be honest, I have no notes in front of me. I'm just looking at my Bible. So this could go a few minutes. It could go you know, an hour. I don't think it'll go an hour, and you hope it doesn't either. But we'll just see how long it goes. Now, obviously, you listening to this, you'll see how long it went. But while I'm recording this, I have no clue. I could go five minutes. could go 10, 20. I'm not sure. But just praying the Lord will lead in this. Just a thought I wanted to share with you to encourage you uh, from Matthew chapter 1. But before we get to our verse, and I'll tell you what verse it is in a second, I just wanted to share a few things about the podcast. We've had a couple of interviews recently. Uh, I would encourage you to go check them out. I really think they can be a help to you. We've talked about longevity and gospel ministry the importance of scripture memorization, uh, missions, several key topics that are very important to the Christian life over the past few months. And I would challenge you to check them out, go listen to them, share it with a friend. But also, if you've been listening to the podcast for a while, I would love it if you could share this with somebody. If you have a friend, maybe they haven't gone to church or they don't go to church, send them, send this to them. Challenge them to listen to it. Or someone who's just wanting to grow, share it with somebody. I would love for you to do so. Because the quickest way for this to grow is that. You know, I can, and do different things, I can promote it on social media and say, check this out, you know, click the link. But ultimately, the podcast grows when people share it. When a friend says, hey, this episode helped me, I want to share it with you. And you send it to somebody and they listen to it. And that person shares it with somebody else. So I would love if listeners uh, could share this with people and get the word out. That would be awesome. That would be great. Very helpful. Uh, the second thing, there's some exciting episodes coming up. Next week's episode, we're going to do a Q&A episode. Uh, people have sent me some questions. I have some other questions. People want to be answering those. Some Bible questions, some questions about the podcast. But next Thursday, so a week from today, we will have a Q&A episode. Now, after that, this is what I'm really, really excited about. On Instagram, if you follow the Fires of Revival, and hopefully you do, we I put a story uh, on my Instagram story. I had shared something, <coughs> a logo or a cover photo, rather, of what the next series is going to be. And I had people guess. Now, no one got it right, so you were all way off, but it's okay. Uh, but the series title is going to be Explore the Book, and it comes from the title of a book that I read in college. I didn't read the whole thing, but different portions of it that I took in my old New Testament survey class at Crown with Brother McElreath. <coughs> and I'm curious if anyone listening even had him for a teacher. He was awesome. He was great. So if you're listening to this, Brother McElreath, let you know that this it was a great class. But there was a book we read by, I think it was John Phillips or something, I can't remember the guy's name, but titled Explore the Book. And all it was is it gave a survey of each book of the Bible, starting at Genesis through Revelation. It would give a survey, give us the theme, the key verse. Um, you'd find the main characters, and it really gave you all of the main big picture of each book of the Bible, starting from Genesis and Exodus and Leviticus, all the way to you know the first, second, third John, Jude, Revelation, all sixty-six books. And I've just been burdened about this, thinking about it recently. A lot of people listening to this podcast are teenagers. And I know when I was a teenager, if you were to ask me to tell you what each book of the Bible is about, I, I could give you a few books. I could tell you, you know, the Gospel records and Acts, and I could tell you that Revelation involved judgment and Genesis involved creation. But when it came to those books that 
maybe weren't as well known, I would probably sit there, stammer and stutter and make up something or just say that I didn't know. So we're going to go through several books of the Bible and we are going to break them down. We're going to give you the key verse of the, the book, the author of the book, the historical context, and really give you an aerial view, a survey of the Bible going through different books. Uh, my co-host will be back, so Kevin Markham. So if you like listening to him, he'll be back again. And every time I have him on, it's a blessing. So he will be helping me with that. Now, with that in mind, he's came on before uh, several times. You can find his interview sermons he's preached. And then he did a four-part series with me earlier this year as we looked at different topics like revival, um, music, soul winning, different things, prayer. And he will be back talking about the books of the Bible. He'll lead in two of them. I'll lead in two others. So it'll be a month-long series just looking at books of the Bible. Maybe we know of them or have read them, but honestly, we have no clue what they mean or how they apply to our lives in the 21st century. So I'm excited about it. Hopefully you are as well. And keep that in mind. I'll go ahead and give you a sneak peek of what the first two books will be. Uh, we're going to cover 1 John, which those of my youth group, we've been talking about this verse, this book. We've been going through it verse by verse. We're finishing chapter 4 the day I'm recording this. We're going to chapter 5 the following week. Um, and then the book of Ecclesiastes. So two excellent books of the Bible that are very, very helpful, especially to teens. Really anybody, but especially teenagers, young people is what they're really geared for. And knowing how to know you're saved and then how to live for God and not waste the precious time that God's given us and realizing that life is but vanity. It's a vapor. It's quick. And if we're not careful, we'll waste it in nothingness. But two books there and the other two we'll leave as a mystery until they release but please go check it out. I think you'll love the series. It'll be coming out here in the next few weeks. But next week's episode's a Q&A, followed after that with the series Explore the Book. But Matthew chapter, I've been talking for a long time, so hopefully that's given you enough time to find it. If not, just give up. I won't know if you're there or not. But Matthew chapter 1, let's look at verse 12. Now, this is about part of the Christmas story. I know this isn't Christmas. This is October 18th, the day I'm recording. This is released on the 19th. But a few verses I want to point out, just a lesson, a truth that we see in Scripture. Verse 12, And being warned of God in a dream, that they should not return to Herod, they departed into their own country another way. Verse 13, And when they were departed, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream, saying, Arise, and take the young child, referring to Jesus, and his mother, Mary, and flee into Egypt, and be thou there until I bring thee word. For Herod will seek the young child to destroy him. And when he arose... Or when he arose, he took the young child and his mother by night and departed into Egypt and was there until the death of Herod, that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken of the Lord by the prophet, saying, Out of Egypt have I called my son. So, this is the story of Jesus Christ being born. We know the story. I skipped the verses before it, but if you look at verses 11 and back, you'll find that the wise men, right, they come to Jesus, they come bringing the famous gifts, gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Uh, they tell Herod, hey, we're going to go find the king and his interest is piqued, thinking, who is this king? You know, I'm the king of Israel. I want this guy killed. So they go give Jesus the gifts, and Herod tells them, when you come back, tell me where he is. So I want to go visit this king myself. Uh, the verse we just read says that the angel came to the wise men by night in a dream and said, hey, guys, don't go back to Herod. If you go to him, he's going to kill the baby, and it's not going to be good. So you guys need to escape. Well, Herod recognizes that as he wants the children killed, um, as we'll see in the verses following here. And again, an angel comes to Joseph in a dream and says, Hey, Joseph, uh, you need to get up tonight. You need to leave with Joseph, or Joseph, you need to leave with Jesus and Mary, and you need to flee into Egypt. And you're going to go there and wait things out because there's something, there's something that's going to happen in the town that you're staying in there in Galilee. And they flee, and let's see why. 
verse 15, and, and was there until the death of Herod, that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken of the Lord by the prophet, saying, Out of Egypt have I called my son. Verse 16. Then Herod, when he saw that he was mocked of the wise men, was exceeding wroth, and sent forth and slew all the children that were in Bethlehem, and in all the coasts thereof from two years old and under, according to the time which he had diligently inquired of the wise men. Then was fulfilled that which was spoken by Jeremy the prophet, saying, In Ramah was there a voice heard at lamentations, weeping and great mourning, Rachel weeping for her children, and would not be comforted, because they are not. But when Herod was dead, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared in a dream to Joseph, saying, Arise, take the young child and his mother, and go into the land of Israel, for they are dead which sought the young child's life. So we see there God protecting Jesus at a young age, uh, straight from birth there. And what I love, is that Christ, in a helpless state as a baby, was providentially cared for by God. And I just got to thinking, dwelling on this as I was reading it one morning, just how much God has guided me in life, right? You have Jesus. All kinds of pieces are being moved. Wise men are sent there. Herod tries to use them to kill Jesus. Uh, The Lord leads them to go a different way. The Lord leads Joseph to go to Egypt. He leads them to come back after a certain time. And, And all throughout this chapter 1, You see God leading people around and guiding people from one place to another, from one country to another, from one region to another. And how much more our own lives, right? I would challenge you in this episode, sit there and think of the goodness of God. Remind yourself how much God has moved you from where you were to where you are now. How God has protected you. Maybe he's kept you from a certain situation, some way you wanted to react, but God told you to react differently. And you look back and you're so glad you did. Or maybe you wanted to get even with somebody and God said don't and you listened to him and you were glad you did. You were glad to listen to him because it kept you from a world of hurt. Because oftentimes when I tried fixing things myself, it wouldn't have ended well. If Joseph had said, you know what, I'm going to ignore the angel, probably would have lost his life. It wouldn't have been good for that family. It wouldn't have been good for them. Now, yes, God would have providentially stepped in because it was Jesus Christ, his son. But the point remaining, he didn't obey. And think of the opportunities we've missed by not obeying the Lord. But again, God's providence. We see God working behind the scenes. Herod had a plan. He was going to kill this Jesus and remove this king. Yet God foiled his plans. And God foils the plans of those around us. God cares for us. Think of how much God has moved you around in life and caring for you and guiding you and just his protection. Some of the times we know, right? There's times that you see things happen very clearly in front of you, a situation that you're glad you missed, or something happened that you're glad God made it where you weren't there. But even the times we don't see, even the times we don't know that's going on, maybe the time you're late to work and you're frustrated because you're hitting every single red light, maybe past that red light would have been a car accident that you would have been in, but God protected you by making you late to work. We don't always know those things, but God is there for us. He's caring for us, and I love this. It's all throughout this the Lord is using messengers to guide people around. He sends an angel to tell uh, the wise men to go a different way. He sends an angel to tell Joseph, hey, you need to flee immediately. And what I love is both of these people obeyed. The Lord spoke to them and they listened. And the question today is, do we listen when God guides you somewhere or guides you to something new or some new uncharted area or new uncharted place? Do you listen? Do you follow him? Or do you disobey? Do you do your own way? Do you live in the flesh? Do you live in the flesh instead of the spirit? And as a result of that, it causes our downfall. Let's continue on. Because we see Joseph hesitate, yet God comforts his fears. Verse 21, And he arose and took the young child and his mother and came into the land of Israel. Verse 22, uh, But when he heard that Archelaus did reign in Judah in the room of his father Herod, he was afraid to go thither, notwithstanding being warned of God in a dream, he turned aside into the parts of Galilee. 
And he came and dwelt in a city called Nazareth, that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by the prophets, he shall be called a Nazarene. The next thing I see that I love about this is in the midst of this, all of these prophecies that God said would come true would. And in our lives, God knows exactly how it's going to be planned. Yes, we have the free will and I can go out and do things, but ultimately God has foreseen that and knows where it's going to end. And God's not surprised by our choices. And God is not surprised when we follow his will and when we don't. God knows those things. And God is guiding our life. He's moving the pieces together. You know, our life is almost like a giant puzzle. If you up close, you see a bunch of pieces strung everywhere, but we don't see how it's working out. But God sees a piece here and a piece there and a piece here, all being formulated out to make a perfect image. Uh, the Bible says in Romans 8, 28, and that we, it says, And we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are the called according to his purpose. But again, God works out all the pieces. God promised thousands of years before all these things, and prophecy after prophecy is coming true in Matthew 1. And things in your life that God has laid on your heart to do, he's going to help you do it. And things that God has already known is going to happen in your life is going to happen. And it's going to work out if we trust the Lord. And again, I know it's kind of a shotgun challenge here, a little point here, a point there, little things. Uh, like I said, I have no notes. I'm honestly just reading my Bible and following along and just sharing with you things that God's taught me recently. But again, the challenge this morning, afternoon, evening, whatever time it is you're listening to the podcast is simple. Trust in the Lord. He's got you this far in life. He got Joseph and Mary this far in life. He got them farther. He carried them through. He'll do the same thing for you. Just trust him. Joseph and the wise men obeyed the messenger of God, and they were blessed. They were saved as a result. When we follow the Lord and listen to his voice and yield to his calling in life, God will bless. Now, God's blessing might not seem how we think it should be. I'm sure it was different for Joseph and them living in a heathen land of Egypt, yet that's where God sent them for a few years and they came back and God cared for them. They had some fears with Archelaus, but it says they moved into a different part and God took care of them. And God always takes care of his children, by the way. It might not seem like it, but God does. Everything that God does in our life is for a reason and for a purpose, and we need to recognize that. Let's go to Proverbs chapter 3, and we'll finish with this. So Proverbs chapter 3, it's a verse many of you know. probably even know what verse I'm going to. I just want to share it with you. Is Proverbs chapter number 3, uh, and let's look at verses 5 and 6, and it's true here. God's word says this, Trust in the Lord with all thine heart, and lean not unto thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy paths. Be not wise in thine own eyes, fear the Lord, and depart from evil. As we trust in God, as we yield to him, the Bible says he'll keep us from evil. Verse 7 says that be not wise in thine own eyes, fear the Lord, and depart from evil. God will help us depart from the evil. He'll keep us from wickedness, keep us from wrongdoing, and he'll care for us. So the simple challenge is found in verse 5, the first four words, trust in the Lord. It's my challenge that God has been giving to me. It's my challenge to share with you, and I just hope that you'll apply that and ask the Lord to help you trust him and deliver him. Let's pray. Dear Father, thank you for this day. Thank you so much for your word. Thank you for the encouragement that it is in our hearts, the encouragement that it is in our lives. Pray that you'll bless that listener out there that's struggling today. Maybe there's someone listening who's down and out, feels like everything's crumbling around them. Help them to realize that you're there for them. You are um, there to cheer them on, to help them, even during the dark days, Father. And I pray that you will do just that. And we ask all these things in your son's name. Amen.